passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome to another edition of Spits and Suds. I'm Gavin Spittle. Happy to be joined by two-time Stanley Cup winner, future Dallas Stars Ring of Honor kind of guy, Craig Ludwig joins us. Uh, I'm putting you in, man. I'm starting the petition now. Putting you in. Yeah, get a good early morning laugh. I like it. (laughs) But it was good to see during the television broadcast last night how quickly Jason Robertson was elevating as far as goals, and there was... Um, the quickest of 30 goals, Mike Madano, Mike Madano. So it was good to see the throwback up there um, as part of a Stars nice victory last night. That was really cool. And Craig, we haven't talked to you in a while, and I just wanted to get your thoughts. I was thinking of you last night because you had some terrific goaltending behind you in your career. And my first question I was thinking and I was excited to talk to you about this. When you have a guy like Ottinger behind you, like, for instance, Colin Miller makes a mistake last night and Ottinger comes up big with a save. You know, when you have those kinds of situations, how much confidence do you have as a D-man when you have Ottinger behind you? Um, I, I would say as a group. Um, you know, and I, I think even as a coach, you know that you can, you can I don't, I don't want to say riskier, but you can be a team that can, um, take a few more liberties going offensively. And, and you, you know that when there are breakdowns, you know, you got a pretty good chance uh, of a save. Uh, you know, and, and it's easier to play. You know, I, I think as a defenseman, especially if you, um, if you have a team that, number one, doesn't score goals a lot, you know you have to be that, that much more on point every night to defend. And your goaltender has got pressure on him, and and I think that you know just the opposite. When 
you know, and if you have a team that isn't a high scoring team, you can take a, a few more chances and say, listen, hey, we're, we're pretty tight in the, in our, our decor and uh, we've got a goaltender that makes more than the, the expected saves um, when it comes to analytics. And so maybe we can push it. We can do a few different things to try to create some goals. But I look at the Stars team along with the, only a couple other teams in the league, um, you know, their goals for are in the top five or six in the lead, their goals against are in the top two or three in the league. Um, you know, so it's the best of both worlds. And, and you can, you know, you can take some more chances. And I don't think this team has to take chances um, because they can create. And, and they've got, you know, the, the veterans are doing it. And we, as, you, as you mentioned, you know, the Robertson and hence Pavelski line, they continue to do it. Um, but you're getting that uh, secondary scoring, you know, with, between Jamie and, and Wyatt Johnson, you know, guys like that are, that are chipping in. Um, then you have games like last night, but you have an opponent that kind of plays that way. Yeah, they and, do. It wasn't a, you know, I had a game last night too. So I was back and forth and didn't see the complete game, but you know how the Islanders play and they kind of, you know, they want to score more goals, but they've got a goaltender Sorokin. You know, he was really good. Uh, both was. goaltenders were great. Right. And so it was just the kind of game you expected. And, and I think when you have those kind of goaltenders that both clubs believe in and, and Dallas has, you know, in my opinion, they're, they're a team that can score more goals than the Islanders can. And so the Islanders probably have to say, we, we've got a good goaltender. Um, we don't score the goals like the Dallas Stars, Boston Bruins, guys like that. Um, so maybe, you know, with a good goaltender, you can take a few more chances. And Dallas can play a little bit more of their own kind of game. Um, you know, they, Pete DeBoer, who congratulations to him, apparently with that that win last night or that point last night, at least he is now going to be, I believe this is true that he's going to be the, the head coach or the coach for one of the all-star teams. So um, good for him. And, um, and I think under DeBoer's system, there's accountability all over the ice and, and he knows he's got a good goaltender. And, and so, and, and I think Wedgwood's been good too, you know? So yeah, he has. Um, I think as a tandem, they have a belief in what they can do offensively, knowing that, um, they can get those timely saves in the back end and, and along with, you know, the, the way that the team plays and, um, when you've got a top line, like you have, um, you know, and, and obviously the power play and their power play, whether they score every night on the power play or not, they're dangerous all the time. And, and it's no more than, and I, I use, you know, it's been a long time since I have taken, of things that the Dallas Stars do and implement them and try to show them to my players with the U18 team. And I've used other teams and I try to use all teams in the NHL. So you don't just, you know, oh man, coach really likes Carolina or really likes Boston or whatever it is, but it's nice to be able to use your, your home team. And, 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 and I think in my own, my own headspace, it, it kind of tells me when I'm comfortable with the way that the Dallas Stars are as a group this year, because I'm finding that I'm talking a lot about Dallas and how they do this and how they use numbers in different places, how they break out, um, you know, how they create chances and things like that. So um, it's nice. And like I said, I just think they're, they're, they're a, they're a really good team. They're a balanced team. 
at both ends of the rink for the most part. And when things break down, as you started this whole thing, you, you know that you've got that guy back there between the pipes. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. You talk about accountability, and while it won't show up in the score sheet, I thought DeBoer made a nice move, moving Sagan up to that line with Hintz's injury. And as I mentioned, it won't show up, but Tyler Sagan caused that first goal, went in deep with a nice check, which caused a turnover. Stars got the puck back. Robertson ends up scoring. It's those little things, and you don't think of Tyler Sagan as a guy who's going to move another player off the puck. But basically, it was a nice check that caused that. And and I think that's what you're talking about as far as the accountability, the little things. And and I do give credit to DeBoer saying, you know what, Tyler Sagan, you're our man. Time to step up. Yeah, well, we talked about this earlier this year, and it started really with Jamie Benn. And again, all the talk in the offseason or the last couple of years is you mentioned both those guys, Tyler mm-hmm. and, and Jamie. And, you know, for Tyler, and we, we talked about this, you know, earlier, it's like, we we I don't think any of us really understood the the depth of the recovery and the injuries and the surgery and everything else that Tyler Sagan was going through. So he obviously put the work in. He's a different player, in my opinion, that he was for the last year, over a year. Um, and his rehab has paid off for him. And so uh, and with Jamie, again, when teams aren't doing well, they always seem to point the the finger at the people that make the most money. And, but you don't really look inside and why and how and why is that all happening? And so uh, I think, you know, what, what DeBoer has done, especially because, again, a lot of the offseason was talked about Jamie Benn down in the third line and Tyler Sagan, where is he going to fit in and what kind of minutes are they going to be happy if they're only going to play 12 or 14 minutes a night, you know, versus the 20 that they're used to playing. Well, you know, starting with Jamie, you know, yes, he's down on whatever you want to call it, the second line, third line, whatever. Um, and the smart thing that he did is he put Jamie out on the first power play unit. Now, now all of a sudden Jamie's minutes are there. Jamie's scoring points. He's feeling good about what he's doing. Um, Tyler Sagan, like you said, now when, when somebody's down, you go to your next big horse and you throw him into that. And so that gives him, you know, the, the confidence knowing that the coach has got the confidence in him. So he's always finding ways to take the guys that are leaders in the room and on the team and, and get them extra minutes and put them into those situations. Yes, we have, we have good chemistry with this group and this group and this group, but if something goes down, I can take my, you know, my two, my two big guys and Sagan and Ben, and I can throw them in these roles and, and they're kind of, they still feel like they're the go-to guys. And I think that what really helps all of this is looking at the standings. <laughs> you know, when, when, when you, when, when the team's not going well and you're not playing, 
and you're and you're one of the top guys, you don't take it as well. Um, you always think you can do better if you just play me more. If you put me on the PK and the PP and play me, you know, every other shift, you know, we'd be winning. And that's not necessarily the way it is. But um, those thoughts kind of go out the window as you get to consistency in your game. You got all departments, you know, that are playing at a, a high level uh, night after night. And it's hard to do that in this league to to, to play a whole season um, at a same level. And there's going to be you no know, little dips and peaks and valleys and everything else. But, um, you know, everybody's pulling on the rope. Oh, cliche. Everybody's pulling on the rope the same way. And, and it, I, I just get the feeling that if I don't play my normal 17 to 20 minutes a night and I play 13 or 14 for whatever reason it is and we win the hockey game, everybody's happy. Yeah, And we've all played with players where, you know, the team can win, but they didn't get as many minutes as they want, or they didn't get a point out of the game. Some of those players aren't happy and it's more about themselves than it is the group. And I just think that this is a group and it's been a long time. And a lot of this credit has to go to the general manager. I mean, again, we talked about this earlier. A lot of the things that Jim Neal did, um, you know, from Lundquist to keeping White Johnston here, you know, to all the little uh, Miller and all these guys Mm -hmm. that, that he found a way to bring in and wedgie when he brought him in and what was that a year ago or whatever it was. I mean, all these pieces are seeming to fit. Yeah. So they've got, they've got some good chemistry going on here. No, absolutely. And you look at the contracts of Jake Ottinger and Jason Robertson signed in the off season right now. I mean, long time to go, but they're bargains right now, which is uh pretty special. I mean that it's amazing how that draft class with Miro Robertson, Ottinger, basically just changed the franchise that one draft uh it's pretty pretty awesome uh for those wondering sean and i talked about this on monday's uh version of spits and suds uh craig we've been talking about the all-star kind of voting and now it's a fan vote connor hellebuck for winnipeg gave up six goals last night uh so for what it's worth i don't know Vote for Jake Ottinger because one of the things we were talking about, Craig, is one of these goaltenders, as hard as it is to believe, is going to miss the All-Star game, Hellebuck or Ottinger, based on the system the way it is right now, which is really weird. Yeah, you know what? Again, I've never been in their shoes, and I <laughs> and I never would be. So I, I just don't know. You know, when it comes to Hellebuck, the guy's been great all yeah. year long. You know, so to, to pick on him from one game or a couple games, you know, he, he's going to be, I mean, obviously he's going to be, you know, up for a Vesna. I Absolutely. Mean, I, I just think that he's got to be in the conversation. Sorokin's got to be in the conversation. Um, Boston's goaltender, Allmark, he's going to be in the, he may, I mean. He might be in the MVP conversation. Like 25 and one or whatever. Yeah, I mean, he mean, might be in the MVP conversation because he's been that good. Yeah, yeah. they're they're already etching his name on, on one of those trophies. So. <laughs> you know, and, and for Jake, Jake is going to be there. I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, again, I, I was a guy last year at the end of the playoffs. I'm going, yes. Okay. He had a great playoffs. What he did against Calgary, especially that last game was amazing. Now let's see who he is, you know, over the off season uh, in a couple different ways. You know, he, he stood on his head in that game. Let's see how he, how he comes back. And, and it's not just, just the mental fortitude that, a, especially a goal. And I mean, it's, I talked to Eddie a lot and, you know, and I was with Eddie all weekend this weekend and um, Belfour and um, you know, it's amazing the confidence these these guys have to have and do have in themselves. Um, and I, I think what we're seeing is in, in last night game, 
it wasn't it wasn't a, a, a rival. It was a team that plays um, a, a certain kind of style. They're hanging around a playoff spot. They, they, they got some criticism and I was one of them. I have friends that were, that are part of the Islanders. And, and I had made a comment, you know, a year ago to one of them. And I said, man, you, you guys are going to get old early. And um, you know, because they didn't make a lot of moves, they brought some older players back and Lou, you know, Lou's been around since God, God, you know, God, yep. the Cowboys. So, so he'd been around for a long time <clears throat> and, but they have a style that they play. They know the way that they have to play in order to stay in games and hang around and, and just get to a playoff spot, you know, and they're in the bubble there, but, but they've got a goaltender um, that is pretty special and, and he's taking a step. And I think with Jake, um, I think he's showing that I don't, you know, I, Oh yeah. I, I made 60 some saves in that last game I played. I had a goals against a two point, whatever I can do that again next year. I'll do it again next year. I'll do it the year after and I'll do it the after. So um, there's a belief in Jake that, that he is that guy and he's just a calm guy when he plays, he never gets rattled. It doesn't appear to be, um, I think he's had his couple stretches or games where a goal, in my opinion, has gone in on him. That isn't a Jake Ottinger goal against, but yeah. it is. And he doesn't even get rattled. He just, he settles right back in. But again, we can go back a little bit. And part of that is because the, the people that are playing in front of him, I can give up a bad goal here and there because I believe in the guys that are ahead of me, whether it's going to be Robo or Hintz or Pavelski or, or Johnston or, or Delandria, somebody's going to find a way to get a goal that, that kind of wipes out that shitty goal that I let in, you know? And so I, I that's what I mean. They, they've got a good group that believe in each other. They believe in, in what they do as players. And, and I think that that is a, a major part of the battle of what happens when you get into the playoffs.